This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Intel arm of CBP has a new bulletin out, and the headline is pretty alarming. It says in bold letters right at the top, foreign fighters of Israel-Hamas conflict may be encountered at Southwest border. The Daily Caller got a copy of this material. It was distributed three days ago, and it's about Hamas, Hezbollah, or Islamic Jihad fighters exploiting the porous border to get into the U.S. Part of the concern is that terrorists can see a ton of traffic down there. Yeah, they, um, you know, the wide open border is uh, perfect for the jihad. Joe Biden is the jihadi's best friend, isn't he? The Democrat Party and the jihad go together like carrots and peas, hand in glove. I'm not sure if they're useful idiots. Well, I know they're idiots and I know they're useful, but. I think the term useful idiot implies that they don't know what they're doing. In this case, I think we're going to have to accept that they do know what they're doing. They are the Democrat Party. And they are not on our side. They are not on the side of civilization itself. Yes, yes. Here's a uh, here's a headline: Leadership colon. They love their colons. Biden asks Hamas politely if they might maybe consider perhaps letting hostages go if they feel like it. That's the headline. Now it is the Babylon Bee, but it but it doesn't have to be the Babylon Bee. I just shared with you this so-called journalist, uh, Eric Levitz. And that might be the Babylon Bee. You'd, uh, you'd think I shared that with people, and at least one actually responded. That's got to be a parody account, right, with the beheadings of the babies thing, and the, maybe they beheaded themselves. Maybe it was a mass suicide. Maybe their heads just fell off, something like that. No, it's not a parody account. That's our, that's our uh, news media in America. And the New York Times hiring back someone they fired because he loved Hitler too much. Soleiman Hiji, they hired him back because they want Soleiman Hiji to be covering the war in Israel. Uh, he loves Hitler, and uh, therefore, ipso facto, the New York Times loves Hitler. You know, if Newsmax had hired somebody with a history of loving Hitler, then Newsmax would be tagged with being pro-Hitler, right? The New York Times hires the pro-Hitler guy. In fact, they had him as an employee until last year. And they fired him because of all of his love with Hitler and his love for Hitler. And uh, now they've hired him back. So they're the pro-Hitler New York Times. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Don't be silly. Yes, yes. So we got, uh, we got that. Just crazy stuff. CNN amazingly had this story. Holocaust survivor visiting Israel safely escapes as war breaks out. CNN and their fake news out of Los Angeles, California. 
It went from wonderful to horrible in an instant, Charlotte Hauptmann said of that fateful Saturday morning. Not only did we hear the bombs, but we also found out there was an invasion of Hamas coming into the country, and we didn't know where or what or who they were. Her instinct was to run, but she's an elfin 84-year-old with bright, engaging eyes. She wears her hair tied back and speaks with a similar no-nonsense style. In those hour, in those hours, she said, it was just constant panic. So she told CNN after leaving Jerusalem, landing safely back home in Southern California, I'm not afraid of death, she said, but of what can come before. She knows a thing thing or two about it. Hauptman is a Holocaust survivor, so this was the second time she'd fled a group targeting Jews. They're the Nazis of the 21st century, and the Democrat Party are their useful idiots. She fled Hamas in Israel in 2023 by plane. As an old lady, she fled the Nazis in Italy in 1944 on foot as a small child. It definitely shapes one's essence, she said. You know, the Holocaust and all that. You're familiar with the possibility of horror, she continued. Two Nazi officers were walking toward us, she recalls, tells the story of her childhood. They said, Heil Hitler, and raised their hands. They kept walking, and we kept walking just a few feet past. There was a Madonna. We dropped to the ground and prayed in case they would turn around and take a look, pretending to be Christian for just a moment to try to escape the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. Then the troglodytes came along all these years later. Isn't it amazing? Yes, it is. Pro-Palestinian social media users turned to algo-speak to avoid suppression. The Washington Post has an exciting story. From terrier to Palestinian, jihadis on social media, creators are changing up their language with algo-speak to evade big tech's content rules. So they've got uh, gangs of jihadis, including, you know, um, anti-Semites in the United States, who have adopted new code words. Instead of using the word terrorist or using the word violence, they use other code words. Terrier, they say, instead of terrorist. Violin, instead of violence. Because, you know, they got to keep the jihad going, right? That's the thing about that, isn't it? And this uh, radical left-wing Black Lives Matter person, Sean King, haven't heard from him in a while. Black Lives Matter activist Sean King, quote, lying, end quote, about claims he helped free American hostages in Gaza, family says. We are not affiliated, in quotation marks. The family of two American hostages freed by Hamas terrorists has accused Black Lives Matter activist Sean King of lying when he claimed he he worked, quote, frantically behind the scenes, end quote, to help secure their release. Natalie Ranan 
17 years old, and her mother, Judith Tai Ranan, 59, were freed by Hamas on Friday after spending nearly two weeks in captivity following the terror group's bloody October 7th attack on Israel. After news broke of the mom and daughter daughter being freed, um, Sean King, who's 44 years old, appeared to take some credit for their safe return. Hamas just freed the teenage the teenager Natalie Ranan and her mother. I'm grateful, he wrote in an ex post. As I said last week, Natalie and her family have been supporters of mine and protested police violence in America alongside us. I'm also thankful to the Qatari government for helping to negotiate this. Dozens of us worked frantically behind the scenes to help make this possible. I spoke to Natalie's family this afternoon, and they are anxiously awaiting more updates. So, you know, the left will jump in to take credit for things. Uh, Politicians in Washington do this all the time. But the family um, put out a statement. First and foremost, we make it clear he is lying. Our family does not and did not have anything to do with him neither directly nor indirectly. Not to him, not to anything he claims to represent, they wrote. But he wanted to jump in and take credit. So, you know, because he's the hero. He's the good guy of the story. He saved you. You're welcome. These people are completely nuts. Completely nuts. And, of course, when Ilhan Omar was asked by a reporter in the Capitol about Hamas murdering these people, Ilhan Omar Kept walking along, clicking her, you know, her heels sounded like Nazi heels, didn't they? Click, 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 click. She sounded like uh, she was goose-stepping down the hall and not answering anything. And she had a big, strong man to do blocking for her. Three times her size, blocking the elevator door so reporters could not follow her and ask her questions. Mm -mm -mm. You're a Democrat party. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some audio here because, you know, the Democrats in uh, at NYU at New York University, a left wing institution in uh, New York, and they're in New York City, and they and in the library there, you're supposed to be quiet in the library, but the pro terrorist Democrats, the genocidal anti Semite, the genocidal racist Democrats, showed up in the library to chant. Uh, free, free Palestine, and, um, you know, kill the Jews. And they, uh, they just, they're in there and they're shouting down. They're up, uh, up high in a position up high and they, and they're shouting free, free Palestine, uh, in the library uh, because they're anti-Semites, and some of them might be too stupid to even know that, but um, this is, you know, you're, you're in a safe space at NYU if you're an anti-Semite. You're in a safe space at NYU uh, if you are anti-Israel and pro-Hamas. But if you're pro-Israel and anti-Hamas, then you're in a dangerous place. Students and faculty hold sudden pro-Palestine demonstration at NYU. The protesters who are members of Students for Justice 
in Palestine, uh, students for beheading babies. And the recently formed Faculty for Justice in Palestine also called for NYU's study abroad site in Tel Aviv to be shut down. Uh, nice beach, nice clubs. It's civilization. They're anti-civilization. On-campus tensions over the Israel-Hamas war came to a head this afternoon, this was Friday afternoon, when members of Students for Justice in Palestine and Faculty for Justice in Palestine hung signs reading Free Palestine, cease fire, then de-occupy, that means evacuate Israel and give it to the troglodytes so they can turn it into a, a stain on humanity, shut down NYU, uh, Tel Aviv, they said they have signs on the railing of Bobst Library as a group of around nine Justice Palestine members spoke to a crowd, at least 30 on the bottom floor of Bobst, uh, through a microphone. A group of campus safety officers stood by in the library entrances to protect the anti-Semites, I guess. Also closed elevators on the 12th floor where NYU President Linda Mills's office is located. So the uh, typical college campus stuff. Now, uh, Fox News this morning had a student from NYU on who didn't want to use his last name because of the terrorism of the left in the United States. He just wanted to use Nathan. He's a Jewish student, and he is uh, living in a state of terror because of the Democratic Party being a violent, criminal, genocidally anti-Semitic mob. And they'll deny that, of course, and scoff at me and say, oh, that's just not true. You're embellishing. You're exaggerating. Uh, I've been playing the audio for the last two weeks. You've been watching the video for the last two weeks. Here is New York University student who uh, wanted to be known only as Nathan talking about what it's like on campus there with all the frothy anti-Israel, pro-terrorist, pro-murder, pro-cut-the-babies-heads-off uh, activities. And it, some of it is Muslim students who should be deported if possible, but most of it is white liberals. And here is young Nathan himself. It makes us feel scared. It makes us feel scared to go to class, scared to wear a Jewish star out in public. Um, you know, a campus that really promotes diversity and inclusion. Diversity right and inclusion. Now, about 15% of their population feels alienated. They feel unvoiced. They feel unheard. Unvoiced. They're unvoiced. It's got diversity and inclusion because, you know, they're all about diversity and inclusion. There was a... Uh, a uh, young woman at Georgetown University, we played audio of her last week, and I want to share that with you again because uh, Nathan at NYU, it turns out this morning, was saying almost exactly the same thing that the young woman here in Washington was saying last week um, at Georgetown. And I think that you want to hear this. Do you have nasty odors in your home or office you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and litter boxes, and, and even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor, and there are no expensive filters to have to buy and replace on a schedule again and again. Nuh-uh, you can hold a thunderstorm in your hand. You plug it into the wall, starts humming along, working like a champ. 
More than 350,000 thunderstorms sold. You can find thousands of five-star reviews online. Works like a champ. And this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms because right now, you can save $200 on the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for a whole home protection. Three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com on Al Gore's Amazing Internet. Enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. And because you hang with me, shipping is free, which is nice. Yeah, the uh, college campuses used to be hotbeds of liberalism. Now they're hotbeds of leftism. And Adolf Hitler's party was called the Socialist Workers' Party. The goal of socialism is communism. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Uh, the United States is becoming Nazi Germany because of people that call themselves liberals. That was a student at NYU who wanted to be identified only as Nathan because he fears for his safety because the left and the jihad have joined forces. Last week, I played audio for you of Lauren Kale, who is a freshman. She was a senior in high school last year, a freshman at Georgetown University and Jewish. I think that it is important for people to acknowledge that Hamas is a terrorist group. They're not a militant group. And these professors, I've been encouraged by Jewish professors to hide my Jewish star because- To hide it. Yeah, if I don't feel safe. Like this is not how campus is supposed to be. This is supposed to be a safe place for me. This is supposed to be a safe place for me. And, And you know what, it's actually true. Back to Nathan at NYU. They haven't spoken out. Um, the administration. You know, I'm a large proponent of the First Amendment, even when I don't agree with it. I understand there's two sides to a conflict, and even if I don't agree with your opinion, you have a right to, to voice that opinion. Right. But once it steps over into that boundary of anti-Semitism, that's when we need to draw the line. Uh, that's Nathan. He's afraid to use his last name because he doesn't want to be targeted by the Democrat jihadis. They're the, the party of the jihad. They're the Democrat party. And the college campuses that, you know, their their fruit is on display right now. Dozens and dozens of campuses across America with marches and rallies, anti-Israel, pro-Hamas. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, America, the last best hope for mankind on the planet Earth. The totalitarian armies are on the march, including the left in the United States. Fronted by the Democrat Party and the news media, but I repeat myself, There was an incident at The American University uh, here in Washington, D.C. Swastikas, multiple, and Nazi slogan, which they won't reveal, graffitied on the doors of Jewish students and the bathroom uh, in the same building. American University president says the school is investigating after swastikas, plural, and a Nazi slogan were found graffitied in a student's dorm this week. Letter on the school's uh, website, the president, Sylvia Matthew Burwell, sounds like a leftist, doesn't she? Said the Nazi symbols were found in the doors of two rooms belonging to Jewish students in Letts Hall, as well as a bathroom. And, uh, of course, they're deeply concerned, but they won't uh, tell you what the, uh, the graffiti is. And this is uh, pretty typical of American college campuses, which are hotbeds of leftism. And Adolf Hitler's party, keep in mind, was a socialist workers' party. Vlad the Impaler is terrorizing the world. Xi Jinping is getting ready to take over Taiwan. The jihadis are on the march with the backing of Iran. Iran is in cahoots with Putin and Russia and with China. North Korea is supplying weapons to Hamas in the Gaza Strip. The Palestinian Islamic Jihad is only one of many different Islamic Jihads. Today is the 40th anniversary of the U.S. Marine Corps barracks bombing in Beirut, Lebanon. 241 Americans killed. That was where we first were introduced to Hezbollah, the army of Allah, the army of God. And they continue to kill as they killed a Maryland man over the weekend who had gone to Israel to uh, suit up. He was a, an Israeli military reservist. He went from Maryland to Israel. He suited up, and it was Hezbollah that murdered him while attacking across the border from Lebanon into Israel because their stated goal is the extermination of the Jews and the elimination of the state of Israel from the river to the sea. Let's go back to Nathan from New York University, speaking of their chance of from the river to the sea, which is a radical Islamic jihadi chant calling for the total destruction of the state of Israel. There's thousands of students that gathered for pro-Palestinian protests in, in Washington Square Park, and chanting Antifada, which historically has has been a saying that incites violence towards the Jews, chanting from the river to the sea. Um, 
if we're going from the river to the sea, well, where is Israel going? Where are the, the two million Arabs that live in Israel going? Um, and it's professors, too, that are part of this, and, and that's the scary part. It is modern-day Nazism. And I, I know it's the, the word is a charged word. And, oh, anytime you see a Nazi, you're... No, these are Nazis. These are modern-day Nazis. They, they, uh, and the Democrat Party is, uh, I mean, they're authoritarian and in their political orientation these days. They're not liberals. They're leftists. The National Socialist German Workers' Party. The New York Times today, on elite campuses, a new protest demand, unwavering support. The headline doesn't say and uh, who they're talking It's unwavering support for the terrorists. And that's the New York Times headline. Past student demonstrations sought to challenge the power structure. Now students also want validation. That's what they want, validation. That's what the New York Times says. Validation of their pro-terrorist, pro-genocide views. The Washington Post today. Republicans target visas of student protesters. That violates free speech. That's the actual Washington Post story here. Some GOP presidential candidates have called to revoke student visas if they're in the United States chanting death to Israel from the river to the sea while Israel is at war against Hamas and Hezbollah, they should be kicked the hell out today. They should be dragged by the hair and thrown on a transport plane and pushed out of the back of the plane over Gaza. Just my opinion. Some GOP presidential candidates called to revoke student visas and deport foreign nationals who express support for Palestinians. No, for Hamas, for genocide. They support homicide. They support massacre. They support genocide. And now the Washington Post is pro-genocide. The New York Times is pro-Hitler. They just hired back their Hitler-loving journalists and put him on the case in Israel. This is the Washington Post. Some GOP presidential candidates called to revoke visas, foreign nationals who express support for Palestinians, wrong, or criticize Israel's military response. That's the Washington Post job, I guess. Dylan Wells typed the story on behalf of the radical anti-civilizational forces of communism and jihad. As tensions have erupted at college campuses throughout the country, why? After Hamas's attack on Israel, why? Former President Donald Trump and other Republican candidates have called to revoke student visas. I called for this last week. Have called to revoke student visas and deport foreign nationals who express support for Palestinians. It's for Hamas, radical Islamic terrorist butchers, savages from a medieval hell drenched in the blood of babies and other innocents. And the Washington Post and the New York Times are... They're kind of in cahoots with the killers here. Moves that it would amount to violations of their First Amendment rights, according to some legal experts. That means other legal experts say this is a time of war. You don't welcome the enemy into the fold. 
Uh, who killed the president of the synagogue in Detroit? CNN says, well, we, we can't say that it's a hate crime. We can't say that it was an anti-Semitic attack. Student protests have ranged from urging a ceasefire or denouncing the treatment and killing of Palestinian civilians to blaming Israel for Hamas's attack. This is the Democrat Party. Some Republican candidates have not differentiated the protests in their comments, generalizing protest participants as supporting Hamas. This is like the guy who's not sure what decapitating babies means. They're, they're so twisted around their own axle at the Washington Post. Just amazing. This is a very dangerous time in the United States of America. Let's go back to Nathan from NYU, New York University. He's talking about you know, the chanting from the river to the sea, which is a call for the extermination of the state of Israel. Um, it is you know, subtitled Death to the Jews. It is genocidal anti-Semitism, genocidal racism. And the left is in their corner. Even their Jews, in many cases, are in their corner. Nathan doesn't want to use his last name out of fear. They try and mask it behind anti-Zionism, but in reality, those two are, are one and the same. Anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism are the same to us. That is a fact. He's kind of a uh, what's that, a high talker, up talker, and up talker. He's an up talker. Like one, this one time at band camp, uh, and um, and what kind of things? has Nathan been witnessing at NYU? Hamas is not chanting death to Israel. They're chanting death to the Jews. So when you support that and you're actively being a part of that, that's anti-Semitism blatantly. Clearly. And I've been saying this forever. It's like saying you, you don't believe that Japan, the country, has a right to exist. That doesn't mean you're anti-Japanese, right? If you're anti-Israel, you're a genocidal anti-Semite. Full stop. You know, what is it? I think there are a total of 7 million Jews in the world. Is that true? You have to check on that. Bill Maher. Bill Maher has a show on HBO. I think I said earlier it was on his podcast. I think Now I think it was on his HBO show. On his, uh, what, New Rules? New Rules. Got a segment on his show. Um, and Bill Maher, who's a lefty, uh, self-described liberal, He's been a hate monger forever, going back to when he was fired by ABC at a TV show. They were paying millions of dollars to be a leftist. And after September 11, 2001, he said that the terrorists weren't cowards because they crashed the planes in the buildings and murdered all those people in a, a suicidal attack. said, they're not cowards. Our pilots are cowards. Remember that? Bill Maher. Here's Bill Maher on uh, Friday night talking about What's happened to college? I have one piece of advice for the youth of America. Don't go to college. <laughs> Smattering, huh, nervous laughter. And if you absolutely have to go, don't go to an elite college, because as recent events have shown, it just makes you stupid. Uh, you, you know, I mean, it makes you crazy. It mean, it makes you brainwashed. It makes you uh, fanatical. It makes you a zombie of the left. 
And whatever the left believes is what your precious little zombie will come home with. How many, uh, how many people have you spoken to or, you know, a perfectly sane child goes off to college and comes home a fanatic? Um, Bill Maher on uh, college campuses, Israel, Hamas. There are few, if any, positives to come out of what happened in Israel, but one of them is opening America's eyes to how higher education has become indoctrination into a stew of bad ideas, among them the simplistic notion that the world is a binary place where everyone is either an oppressor or oppressed. In the case of Israel, oppressors being babies and bubbas. The same students who will tell you that words are violence and silence is violence were very supportive when Hamas terrorists went on a rape and murder rampage worthy of the Vikings. They knew where to point the fingers at the murdered, and then it was off to ethics class. Yep. As an Ivy League graduate, Bill Maher says, who knows the value of a liberal education, um, Bill Maher, where did he went to Colgate or something like that? Um, Bill Maher on his uh, HBO show. Um, honestly, this does reveal, if you weren't already aware, everything you need to know about the left in the United States of America and college campuses. College life today is a day spa combined with a North Korean re-education camp. It's a daycare center with a meal plan, except the toddlers can fire the adults. The fact that college presidents, who usually love to speak out about anything, couldn't find their voice to condemn the worst attacks in the Holocaust is a lot about who really controls colleges and why, if ignorance is, is, is a disease, Harvard Yard is the Wuhan wet market. Ah, the Wuhan wet market. Any Wuhan wet market is, uh, reference is uh, welcome. Um, remember, they tried to blame the middle class for eating dirty food in Wuhan instead of the government being funded in part by Anthony Fauci to, to explore and, and to alter bat-borne viruses that was then loosed on the world. And honestly, the kids are siding with the terrorists. That is the reality of the country that we currently have. All right, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Rose. Because Rose by any other name is still Rose. Calling from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Rose, you're on the Chris Plant show. Thank you, Chris. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I'm a journalist for thirty five years and I entered a lot of time as an investigative reporter and I understand that the biggest rush you can have as a reporter is finding the smoking gun. And so I don't understand why people today get into journalism and then refuse to follow up the most obvious wrongdoing or corruption. It's like somebody getting married and on their wedding day taking a vow of chastity. <laughs> it is amazing what has happened to journalism, isn't it, Rose? Um, it, it is, and I want to also say I love your command of language and especially your understanding of subjunctive mood because that is extremely rare. And when I was at the L.A. Times, to my great embarrassment, my editors didn't understand it. <laughs> well, you know, the world needs more nuns. 
<laughs> well, I learned my grammar from the Bernadine nuns. And so See, there you I go. Great. Yeah. There you go. My uh, yeah, my uh, my uh, you know my earliest years. I was. Uh, that's a long story. I only spent a few years in Catholic school, but I. I did pick up some English language skills, and my mother, while raising six boys by herself, uh, was quite insistent that we that we speak well, that we lose our New York accents, that we speak standard English, that we understand the structure of sentences, and that we speak properly at the dinner table and elsewhere. And for that, I will be eternally grateful. Thank you, Rose. Uh, very nice. And uh, yeah, journalism is dead, isn't it? It's, uh, it committed suicide in the name of the party, the Democrat Party. There were multiple violent protests by Democrats in New York, pro-Hamas, genocidally anti-Semitic, Pro-Palestinian protesters in Brooklyn clash with NYPD. 22 charged separately. At least 19 people arrested during massive New York City anti-Israel protest in clashes with NYPD. Greta von Funberg has come out, uh, you know, the child prophet of doom, um, the apocalyptic uh, teen. She's 20 now. She's not a teenager anymore. How dare you? She is a virulent anti-Semite because the left sunk their teeth into her and sucked the lifeblood out of her brain. This is all wrong. Israel furious after activist Greta Thunberg poses with Stand With Gaza poster. Dave Chappelle got himself into trouble in Boston over the weekend by accusing Israel of perpetrating war crimes. And uh, saying, yeah, you know, the Palestinians attacked, but, you know, now they're restricting access to water and committing war crimes. Two wrongs don't make a right, he said in a very childlike and ignorant way. Love Dave Chappelle, completely wrong about this. Also an amazing story, a black NYU law student back to New York University who goes by they, their, them pronouns, um, loses her job offer at prestigious law firm after her virulently anti-Semitic pro-terrorist messages and she or whatever, Rhina Workman, uh, black female, LGBTQ, had a great job offer from a a prestigious law firm and boom, pulled it. Now she's probably going to sue him because she's, uh, you know... um, an NYU law student. Uh, and uh, let's go to, because Sheila Jackson Lee is a crazy Democrat who was a member of the House of Representatives, and now she's running for uh, mayor of Houston, Texas. And she was caught cursing out her employees, her, her mayoral campaign staffers. I gave it to you. Your job was to get on, get on the out, not to hold your own Okay, so when I called Jerome, he only sitting up there like a fat ass, stupid idiot, talking about uh, what the f- he doesn't know. Okay? Democrats. You know how Democrats are. Um, you don't want to work for a Democrat on Capitol Hill like Jake Tapper did, or, you know, Chris Matthews, or uh, uh, many of them. 
I wasn't able to get to the heroic efforts of the Muslim Bedouin IDF soldiers who fought against Hamas terrorists, but the Israeli military has this unit. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.